All right, welcome to Look at My Records. I'm very happy to have Angus Lord here of the Stroppies coming from Melbourne, Australia. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you, Tom. It's it's lovely. How you doing today? I'm going. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm going well where I am. It's um, it's uh, late at night, so I'm I've kind of um not used to to my brain kind of being uh, in this stimulated sort of uh, position that it's in right now, but it's good. I got um sitting in my lounge room. It's nice. How are you going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just woke up, feeling refreshed. Have some coffee. Lovely. How's the weather over there? Uh, it's all right. It's you know springtime. It's a little overcast. Ooh. It's fall over right. there, right? Oh, we just we just we just took out. I think almost it's like a few days into winter. Coldest winter in 40 years, they say. Oh, damn. But, well, um, I hope uh, everything's pales, okay. That pales in comparison to like a, a New York winter, I'm sure. Yeah, New York winter is rough, man. You don't want yeah. to experience it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be the end of me, but yeah. But uh, anyway, so Stroppies. You guys came together in 2016, and you guys have played in a bunch of different bands. I know Dick Diver and the Stevens. Uh, how'd you yep. guys all meet up and come together and decide to start this project? Um, I guess the, the germ of it probably goes back to um, 2015 when um, I was actually touring in the UK and um, with a band called Twerps, and we played with... Uh, my now partner's band, uh, Primetime. And, um, yeah, I struck up a relationship with Claudia. She moved to Australia, and that was that was kind of the beginning of it. And I guess just um, out of the fact that we're both musicians, you know, we, we were like, oh, I should start, you know, start doing something, and, and, and it just kind of steamrolled from there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were in Twerps. That's awesome. I'm a huge. My girlfriend and I are huge Twerps fans. Uh, oh, I really? To geek well, out. <laughs> well, not at all, man. That's that's yeah. I mean, I um, I I joined the band after uh, uh, Rick, the original bass player, departed because he had a you know family and a life to tend to, which luckily I didn't have at that period of time. So I yeah took took up the mantle. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and that, that's so that's that's it's 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 an intercontinental band, really. Claudia came from the UK, um, and yeah, actually, well, that's the only intercontinental member. But that's that was the germ of it. It started in England in uh, 2015. Yeah. So it seems like, at least in the Melbourne scene, there's a lot of uh, overlap between groups. Do you guys do you oh, consider yeah, it like a a close knit community where? people are involved in many different projects at the same time and contributing ideas to each other. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of inevitable, you know? Um, and I think, I think like, you know, like-minded ideas attract like-minded ideas and, you know, you, you, it's, it's pretty easy to move in, in, um, really tight knit spheres. I mean, I think the fact that, um, you know, uh, even like me and Claudia's relationship, um, you know, I go halfway around the world and when I saw a record collection, like so many of the bands that, you know, I would go and see on the weekend would be in her collection 
And it, it's just, I guess it's indicative of the fact that like, um, you know, Melbourne being a small town, I guess, uh, yeah, you know, like people, people tend to kind of stick together. Um, it's a, it's a small community for sure. And we're also, we're also not at liberty to tour a lot because we, Oh, hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's outside my window. That's awesome. Um, we're also not really at liberty to tour a lot because, you know, it's expansive, uh, you know, coastal dwelling continent that's the size of your country, but vastly less populated. So, you know, it's instead of it, you know, on the weekend heading out to, you know, Jersey or, you know, Baltimore or whatever, you know, whatever the, the route is, you know, you, you, you kind of just skip over to a suburb. Uh, you know, maybe maybe down the street. That's about as far as it goes. You know, touring is very extensive here. Um, but yeah, it's very tight knit community. Um, lots of overlap, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I definitely agree because you could hear so much of the same, the great stuff across so many bands, so many talented musicians with great ideas, uh, really embodying that Australia, New Zealand sound that people are crazy about here, including myself. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's funny and um, how it became uh, just like a kind of a little bit of an aside, but my area specifically Hoboken and Jersey city was uh, really uh, big towards Australian and New Zealand bands back in the eighties because they had one record store that actually bought imports and from all these Australian uh, and New Zealand imports. So then Maxwell's would regularly have like uh celibate rifles come through like all these old australian bands um the go go between the go betweens so through that is kind of how like i got to know all this stuff but yeah i mean and it makes sense you know it's it's funny i guess is like i think playing rock music and or, or you know guitar music if you want to call it that um there that that kind of like as we move through the generations that that exchange of i guess you know, that stuff would have informed bands that, you know, I would have grown up listening to like Yellow Tango or the Feelies or whatever that, you know, is then sent back over to you. It's like, it's like a nice little um, uh, kind of musical oral exchange, you know, like sending musical notes to each other. It's cool. It's a beautiful thing. We're all connected, it right? It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But- um so the first EP, the self-titled EP that you guys released last year, uh, you recorded it entirely on four track. I read. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I mean, we that we we tracked it. We tracked it in in our lounge room. Um, uh, my friend Alex, uh, he he who released the record on his label. Um, yeah, he just came around and we we tracked it live, and. Um, ran it into a computer and did did a few little tinkles and tidbits but that was that was pretty much it it was um yeah it was a, it was a pretty no frills affair that one so are you typically used to recording in that way or th- did you guys set out with this project to do it pretty bare bones in a yeah on the four track yeah the empty the, the four tra- i mean i i done a lot of recording but never um had any experience like recording myself and the band kind of started around the same time um when i bought a four track so the there are songs that have never 
uh, seen the light of day that are, you know, on cassette tapes in a drawer in my house at the moment. And I think the impetus for kind of forming the band um, was to uh, kind of just, just, just really use the four track as a means of almost like an instrument, you know, like, like uh, a la guided by voices or something, just slipshod chuck everything together and and since then it's kind of become its own thing it's it's moved a little bit beyond that but that was definitely the kind of progenitor of the project like the idea to uh document ideas quickly and with a kind of like economy that like a four track provides you know because uh i i tried digital recording before and i always got kind of um like almost like impotent by the like creatively impotent from the the amount of like choice you had, you know, that you can like a million tracks, you can bake something till it's like, you know, till it's black, you know, like it's with a four track, you you go drums, guitars, bass, and you're like, oh, better do the vocals and that's it, you know. So the four track was was a big thing um, just in, in terms of kind of forcing us to reduce with our working process and the compositions and stuff. Yeah, it can definitely get overwhelming uh, using Pro Tools or anything like that. It's yeah, it's nice to take the four track and you definitely get a bare bones uh, sound, and it sounds great. It's fun to that people in groups still use the four track to absolutely record and get things across. I know it, it, actually recording something entirely on tape is. I know very difficult. So you guys oh, did. Okay. You guys did start on four track and then uh, we did yeah, 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 and then it became yeah, digital. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, so we, we we did we did a day of just just flubbing in some synths and a little bit of this and that. But um, yeah, the 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 bulk of it was was tracked onto tape. Yeah. And so you recorded with uh, Alex McFarlane, who you said is a friend of yours. Uh, did you? Oh seek him out uh, specifically to record this or is that just kind of like part of your community he's known to produce stuff and he does a great job i know other stuff he's produces sound really good mm, um well i mean alex have known each other since we were born pretty oh, much wow. and yeah even even stranger than that um our dads our fathers met when they were um 16 years old so they've been friends since they were 16 and uh, me and Alex were born about three months apart from each other. And we've, yeah, just kind of been really um, best friends since we were, since we were born. I kind of started playing music because of Alex hanging out at his house, like him and his dad would jam. And, um, you know, I just kind of sat there with the tambourine or whatever. Um, that was the impetus for me to actually learn an instrument so I could participate. Um, and so it was just kind of a no brainer really. I mean, um, yeah, he's just always been very supportive and, um, you know, we weren't overtly interested in, like, investing a lot of money in studio time or anything. I just, you know, just just uh, jams were feeling good, so why not, you know, set a few mics up and, and just catch that? You know, no frills. That was kind of the idea, yeah. What's his approach in the studio? Is he a little more hands-off or does he provide solid input as far as – uh, mixing and you know well he's um uh i mean i left the mixing to him in, in t just just by virtue of my inability or like lack of experience really but uh i mean yeah he's awesome i think he's got a he's got a kind of encyclopedic 
knowledge of uh, music and also like a very strong reverence for the place that it holds in his life. So I think he always approaches his recording projects with um, a lot of kind of um, respect and candor to the bands that he's working with. You know what I mean? I think he's, I mean, I, I can't speak on his behalf, but my, my impression of it is that he's um, more interested in, in capturing what you do than inflicting any kind of um, sort of ideology or, or impression of how something should sound, you know. I think that's reflected in the way that he records records stuff. It's very, um, it's very, at, at its, in its essence, it's very live, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, mm, Especially but, uh, the yeah, EP. But it, it, it's, he did some synth stuff on the on the first EP, like 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 very infinitesimal, but little, you know, little tidbits. And he's always got good suggestions. You know, he's like he's like a he's like a well full of water. If you want to chuck a bucket down there, you can get some good stuff. But <laughs> if not, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So you had mentioned to me that you're going into the studio again soon. Uh, are you guys planning yeah. on recording a full length, another EP, and are you going to be working with Alex again? Uh, I hope uh, you know, we were. I mean, you know, the plan is an album, but you know, man plan and God, man plans and God laughs. I think they say. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, we do. We do have songs. Um, we're, we're we're not we're not recording with Alex this time. Um, the original plan was to, but um, I think he had some broken equipment, um, and you know, one thing led to another, and we we ended up um, booking in some time with the same guy that just did our last um, EP. He's also a friend of ours, Zach. He he plays in a band called Totally Mild, who are really oh, they're they're uh, awesome. Yeah, I was listening to their yeah, new stuff recently. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love that new record. I reckon it's um, yeah, it's a real special one. Um, so we're 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 doing it with him. Um, just kind of basically using the studio to kind of do the things that we couldn't do at home, like record the drums and and just kind of like track things properly, and then we'll just take it back to the lounge room. That seems to be the kind of mo for our band. Just you know. Uh, get get the base of it and then go somewhere dinky and uh kind of unbecoming and and hold yourself up in there for a while and yeah use antiquated instruments on it and stuff yeah cool and so i know you guys had mentioned uh you had mentioned touring before um mm. the goon sacks and rolling blackouts coastal fever they both just came through new york any plans to did tour in the states did what? you catch the Goons show? Yes, I did. It was awesome. Yeah, they're a good band. Do you, Very cool band. Do you guys have any plans to tour in the States in the near future, or you stay and put uh, in Australia? I would, I, would, I would love to do it. It's just a, it's just really it's a financial feasibility thing, and, and I've done it. I mean, I sound old, but I'm not. I'm 28, but I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting too old to do the uh, – you know, uh, sleeping in a basement in um, Missoula on like a Tuesday night kind of tour now, you know. So I would hope that I, I really want to. It's just a matter of um, I, I hope people being interested enough that it, it becomes feasible, you know, because um, I've definitely done it and treated it more like a holiday, which has been an incredible experience. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think I've got the the physical or emotional stamina to 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 do it um, to do it rough. We'll, we'll probably head to England before um, just because the label's based there. Cool. Any other plans for 2018? Recording, uh, possibly going <laughs> to England or anything else? It's, it's really just recording. That's kind of the that's that's the tunnel vision. Um, I guess we'll play a few more shows and start organizing the, the tour to England. But it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty um, big trip across the pond from for us. So you know we got to like uh, and unfortunately it's 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 difficult to survive off just playing music in Australia. So you know we all have day jobs and things that we need to like work around. So I think it'll just be just recording. That's really kind of the, that's the, the tunnel vision I'm trying to exercise at the moment. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing that newly recorded stuff. Uh, spe- yeah. Thank you. man. Of course. Speaking of uh, recorded stuff, I definitely want to play a couple of Stroppy songs. Also, am I saying that correctly? <laughs> Stroppies, yeah, yes. you got to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool, because you know, I realize I've never heard anyone actually say sometimes a lot of these band names, so then I just like pronounce it as how I thought it would be pronounced. But I'm yeah, glad, totally. I, I'm glad I hit the even, nail even, on the head. Like I'm, I'm kind of a, I, you know, I think like just own it, you know, like that's, you know, if that's how you feel, that's you know, that's, I, I mispronounced my coworker's name for about a month before she corrected me on it. And, <laughs> I had to own it. I had to like, well, I thought it was Xena, so I'm sorry that it's Zian, but okay. It's all anyway. good, man. All is forgiven. Yeah, it is all good. It is. So I wanted to play the two songs off the new Excellent 7-inch, Mattis Moments yes. and Architectural Charades, mm-hmm. and then two from the EP, Gravity is Stern and Courtesy Calls. Brilliant. So anything you'd like to say about these songs before I play them for everyone? Ooh, um, I reckon, uh, make up your, I, I, there's nothing I could say that, 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 that would, would, would add to your enjoyment or disenjoyment of them. So I'll, I'll just let them do their speak for themselves. And they are, <laughs> they are very enjoyable. So everyone, please. Oh, enjoy, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Everyone, please enjoy Mattest Moments, Architectural Charades from the brand new 7-inch that you can get via Bandcamp. And uh, Gravity is Stern and Courtesy Calls from the Stroppies debut EP, which is also available via Bandcamp on Yellow Vinyl. Enjoy. All right. Walking down the road and it's full 
Thank you, Angus, for sharing those great Stroppy songs. You're most welcome. So now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program. Uh, typically, I told you if someone's here in my apartment, they'll pick records from my collection. But I've done phone interviews before and stuff like that, so I come up with a different theme so that the band... Uh, I, wish and- I, could, I wish I could see the collection, though. Um, I, have, I have no doubt that it would be, um, be uh, spectacular. Oh, definitely. If you're ever in New York, feel free. You have a place to stay. Ooh, you can stop by any time. <laughs> you might regret saying that. <laughs> like, ne- never, never. <laughs> uh, although, uh, well, uh, in all honesty, I very may well take you up on that. Good. I would be I would be thrilled. And we'll have some beers. We'll have a good time. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, yes, sir. <laughs> but, um, all right. I'm actually drinking some beer. I, I went and bought a six-pack for this interview. Okay. I was like, wow. Very nice. You know, so what are you drinking? I'm drinking a, uh, a Yenda Crisp Lager, which is a, a craft beer from, uh, where is this made? Uh, New South Wales, uh, amongst the fertile barley fields of the Riverina in the small town of Yenda. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good. It's like a sessionable beer. Very nice. There you go, everyone out there. That's a great Australian craft beer that you probably can't get here, but you're ever visiting. That's right. You get yourself a Yenda. Comes highly recommended from Mr. Angus Lord. (laughs) I don't have a sponsorship yet. But (laughs) But uh, maybe they should consider paying you for this plug. Oh, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I digress. What are nope. we talking about? It's oh, all good. Your record collection. But uh, yeah, we're talking about my record collection. Yeah, you probably find a lot of stuff that you like because we seem to have similar taste in music. So. I'd say so. But, what's the name? Yes, yes. Yeah, they're awesome. They're wonderful. So we were talking for this episode, I would love if uh, you could share with everyone some of your favorite current Melbourne Melbourne bands. Here we do have you know access via the internet to all the great Australian bands right now, but I thought it'd be great to get insight from someone who's there yeah, right now in zero. part of the community. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ground Zero. Maybe we'll find stuff that people aren't totally familiar with and, you know, turn them on to it because I'm sure you're going to have some awesome Yeah. Picks. So let's hear I've got, it. Um, 
First up, I've got my uh, dear friend Alex McFarlane, in fact, who we mentioned before. Um, and he just put out a seven inch um, on his own record label, his own little imprint called um, Hobbies Galore. And the seven inch, it's, I think, I, I don't know how much music he squeezed onto it. It's like, it's like a 12 minutes, it's, it's some obscene amount for a seven inch, about 12 minutes of music or something. Um, and, yeah, it's just um, obviously we spoke about Alex before. I've known him since I was born, and he's always kind of been the uh, trend setter in terms of. I mean, you know, he was making records when he was fourteen, fifteen, and stuff, doing home recording. And um, yeah, it's really good that um, he's releasing stuff under his own name now. And the new seven that he put out is kind of this weird mix of rock and prog and kind of ambient synth jams and um i picked a song called starter people which is uh very indicative of his kind of um i don't know his his own kind of like unique form of expression i guess um so yeah shout out to alex and the hobbies galore fam Hey, Alex and Hobbies Galore. I'm going to pick that up immediately. Yes. So start pa- start packing it so you All can right. ship it yes. to me, Alex. Cool. <laughs> Very good. I'll tell him to put something in with it, like a, I don't know, a, a clipping of his hair or something. Uh, something to make it special. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, good song. Okay, so we got Alex McFarlane up first. Next... Yeah. Uh, next, I've got a song by a band called Parsnip. They are is, awesome. Um, I just got their seven inch. Yeah, they're really awesome. You should see, like live, they're fantastic. They're um, really um, eccentric in the best kind of, uh, I, you know, in the most in the most positive um, sense. I think. Um, yeah, just really colorful, quirky band and. Um, the song that I picked is called Nigella, and I think it's—I think I—I'm—I'm—I, you know, it's not totally clear, but I think it's about—it has to be about Nigella Lawson. The—is that her name? Do you know the English—the English food celebrity chef Nigella? Do you know her? Yes, it sounds familiar. It yeah, sounds she's, familiar. she's kind of like um, quite—I don't know—I guess a, a saucy character, you know, and she's anyway. I, that's that's not <laughs> what what the song is really good. The song is good, and it's um uh yeah I don't know. There's something about the vocal delivery on this song that really um yeah just really drew me to it. Um so yeah in, enjoy. Thank you. That's great, and it's we're on the same wavelength, man. Because I literally bought that a couple of days ago. Oh, there you go. That's so cool. That's unreal. So, who- well, it's a good label, uh, Anti Fade, the one that that put the uh, the record out. Awesome. So we got Parsnip. That's right. Uh, the next song um, that I thought I'd play was um, by a band called Blank Realm, who uh, are a Brisbane band, and they've been around for. Age well, you know, uh, a fair while at least since since I started kind of playing music. Um, 
and they kind of transformed from a, a sort of experimental uh, soundscapey kind of synth act into a bona fide sort of pop band. Um, and they put out a record a few years ago called Grassed In, which really, really sang to me. I don't know um, exactly why, and it's kind of strange because you, you, you probably wouldn't hear it maybe on first listen, but um, there's something about the, the there's something about it that reminds me of Alex Chilton, and I'm such a just like disturbed Alex Chilton tragic that, um, yeah, I guess, you know, it was love at first listen. And and I do stress that when you hear it, you probably won't hear what I heard in it. But um, the song is called Falling Down the Stairs and it's it's off a record from a couple of years ago. And it's just, yeah, it's just one of my favorite songs from a great Brisbane band. Have you ever heard them? No, I haven't. So thank you for sharing it. If, oh, if, if, my God. You, you are going to love this. Especially if it's uh, got some Alex Chilton vibes. I'm a huge uh, Alex Chilton fan. I actually, uh, I've been doing this um, thing where this guy sent me a bunch of bootleg live tapes, mostly from the 80s and 90s, and we had like a bunch of Alex Chilton stuff from the mid-80s. Really? And it was... Whoa. I'll uh, I'll send you the link so you could check it out, but it sounds pristine. Like, it's a very good bootleg live tape for like a one-track guy holding like a cassette tape, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That's so cool because, and especially because, um, I mean, you know, as a performer, you seem like the kind of guy that, you, you know, you get something different every night to kind of, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's, uh, I'll, I'm definitely coming to your house. That's cool. Yeah, you got to, you um, got to stop by. <laughs> yeah, big time. Well, like I said, it's, there's like, you, you might listen to this and be like, Alex Chilton, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's something about it. It's just that same, same germ for me. So uh, enjoy falling down the stairs by blank run. I will definitely. Um, so do you have anything else or? Mm, I do. I wasn't sure how many songs you needed. I've got, I've got one more. I can. Perfect. Let's, um, let's hear it. Sling it out. Here. That can work all right. Yeah. Um, so the last song is by a band who are on the same label as Parsnip, uh, but they're a new band and they're kind of, I don't know, wetting everyone's whistles in Melbourne, it seems. Um, They're called Civic, and they're a a sort of um, probably the most aggressive entry out of of the four that I've picked. But they just kind of, um, yeah, just carry that that kind of really sort of acute, bratty, um, sort of snotty, but still kind of muscular punk rock um, that is very present in a lot of good Australian bands like X or um, the Saints, but they also kind of have a bit of a dead boys flavor. And um, anyway, they're just really good. Great live band. Um, yeah. And they the, the song is called new Vietnam. Awesome. Can't wait. I haven't heard cool. them. I can't wait to hear them. Right. Oh yeah, if yeah, they're, they're fucking. Pardon my French. They're they're very good. Cool man. So I'm gonna finish the set off. So we got those four excellent songs. I'm gonna play a Feely song from one of these live tapes. 
Um, I was cool. thinking of, let me think, what Feely song do I want to play? Maybe uh, Raised Eyebrows. Cool. Off of, from a live show on June 2nd, 1986 at Maxwell's. Whoa. What? Who is this man that you met? Uh, his name is Dave McKenzie. I met him through, shout out Dave if you're listening. I met him through the uh, Maxwell's Facebook group. So there's a Maxwell's Facebook wow. group where people just reminisce yeah, right. about it and stuff. And I would comment mm. and stuff. And then he just messaged me and said, oh, you seem like a cool guy. Yeah, you seemed like you would enjoy this stuff. So then he just sent me these boxes of tapes, and I've been archiving them. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. It's amazing. Wow, yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, it's crazy. Wow. When did Maxwell shut down in, um, like, only a few years ago, right? Yeah, 2013. Oh, it's sad. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh. it's greatly missed, but it lives mm. on through these tapes and other stuff through devastating dave and his collection of bootlegs exactly all right that's unreal props to dave indeed yeah dave mckenzie shout out you're the man need people like dave in the world yeah he's a good he's a good person but uh let's, cool, man. let's hear these songs so we're gonna hear yeah, An- angus's picks and you're gonna get a live track from the feelies June 2nd, 1986 at Maxwell's. Unreal.
all those great picks. Thank you for having me. It was so great to have you. Anytime you're here, hit me up. And uh, any last words, anything you'd like to share, if you have any shows coming up or anything? Oh, yeah. We uh, No, you know what? Just if you're in Australia or anyone listening, hit me up. Yeah. You know, I'll take you for some Vietnamese soup and, um, yeah, you know, we'll have a beer. We'll have a... Uh, a Yenda crisp. Awesome. So you can find Stroppies on Facebook, Instagram. Do you guys have Twitter? Uh, maybe soon. Maybe soon. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Keep your eyes peeled. I don't know. And you're I'm a bit scared, internet, you know. But I, I, I'm, I'm kind of slowly getting there with it. And uh, all your music is available on Bandcamp. That's uh, Stroppies.bandcamp.com, I think. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's one release that isn't on our Bandcamp that you can get on the Hobbies Galore Bandcamp. And that's uh, Alex McFarland's label that they just put out the seven inch, or uh, he put out he put out a seven inch and he put out a cassette of ours. Yeah. So there's one that um, there's there's one release on that on that uh, label that isn't available anywhere except on that Bandcamp. Okay. Cool. If you're you know haven't gotten bored by the time you've gotten through the two that are readily available. Awesome. So that's where you can get all of Stroppy's music. I want to thank you again for being here. We had a blast chatting. We did. And uh, we'll definitely talk to you soon, man. If you're ever in the States, stop on by. at your door. All right, cool. Bye, everyone. I said goodbye, America. Goodbye, New Jersey. (laughs) <laughs> and good night, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Bye, Frank Sinatra. Bye, Frank his twenty uh, 20th anniversary of his death, actually, recently. So. Oh, really? We miss no you, kidding. Frank Sinatra. I do I do? Oh my God. Thanks again. Bye, everyone. <laughs>